Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, this is Stephen McKee and today I want to talk about being immersed in the Holy Spirit. Let me just read from Acts 2, it says, When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. Later on we see when they come out of the upper room, Peter stands up and preaches. And it says, On that day 3,000 were added to the church, and men, all of them, whoever was listening, men and women, were cut to the heart. There was something different about the Peter before the Holy Spirit came and the Peter after the Holy Spirit came. And I've just been pondering what we've had gatherings and meetings for, for years and I've been pondering what is it, what is it that the saints of old had that made things successful in terms of people being touched, transformed, healings, miracles, signs, wonders, power, the glory, that realm of the fear of God. What is it that makes... Like what we do different. And we've had some various discussions lately with, with different people. And we were talking about these kind of things. And some people were saying, like, if we changed the format of the meeting, the format of the gathering, maybe you shouldn't have singing, maybe you shouldn't have worship, maybe you should do it differently. And I've been part of ministries where they did do it differently. And this is in the past. And it's like you have a table, we, and that's a healing table, and people come in, unbelievers, and then you've got a dream interpretation table. Another table is for um, prophetic words, but we'd call it spiritual readings. And it's all very nice and very lovely. But uh, I am deeply frustrated because that is not the answer. That is not demonstrating what they did in the day of Pentecost. That's not being engulfed in the, the spirit and the presence. Like We can change the furniture around and think that will change it, that will help. When all the time, what we need is to be filled. We need to be engulfed. Like another translation, I think it's the Passion Translation, talks about when the fire comes, they were all engulfed in the fire. They were all engulfed in the presence. There came a mighty sound. And... The other thing that I want to say, and I, I, I've been pondering this, and I really believe it. I am convinced that most of us who think we've been baptised in the Holy Spirit actually haven't been as much as we think we have. I think we've been touched enough from God to speak in tongues. And someone somewhere has told us, you've got it. That's you, you've got it. And actually we, we don't have the fullness of it because they were all filled Filled means filled. It means fullness. When the fire saturated them, it engulfed them. They were engulfed in the flame, engulfed in, in God as a consuming fire. They were engulfed in the, that consuming fire who is God. They were immersed. The word baptism means immersed. Immersed fully. Like being under the water, you're immersed. You've, the water's all around you, above you, beneath you, all around you. I'm not sure many of us have been immersed like that, like John G. Lake, and I, and I speak about this a lot, like John G. Lake, who was told all along that 
each time he received something from God, that's you, you've got it, you've got it. But all the time he was, he was not satisfied, he was hungry. And he kept going after God, kept believing there's more, there's more. Until one time he was engulfed in a cloud. It, he said it changed his nature. And it was after that he called himself a Christ man. He became a Christ man. He was changed. That working of the Holy Spirit changed him so powerfully. that It was after that that he could put the bubonic plague on his hand and the bubonic plague would die. Why? Because he was a Christ man. He was immersed in God. Suddenly his whole nature was changed. His DNA was changed. His skin, his body, everything about him had changed. Why? Because he was immersed in God. And we can think if we just change the format of the meeting, if we just change the singing and maybe have something, maybe do it differently. None of that is the answer. The answer is to be immersed in God. Let me just read A.W. Tozer. He says, and he first of all reads the scripture from John fourteen twenty six. But the help of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you to remembrance the things that I said to you. And A.W. Tozer says this, I have reason to suspect that many people are trying to give leadership in Christian churches today without ever having yielded to the wise and effective leading of the Holy Spirit. He truly is the spirit of wisdom, understanding and counsel. He alone can bring the gracious presence of the living God into our lives and ministries. He alone. You may, as is still A.W. Tozer, you may think it out of place for me to say so, but in our churches today, we are leaning too heavily upon human talents and educated abilities. We forget that the illumination of the Holy Spirit of God is a necessary, it's a necessity, not only in our ministerial preparation, but in the administrative and leadership functions of our churches. We need an endowment of the Spirit of God. We sorely need more of his wisdom, his counsel, his power, his knowledge. We need to reverence and fear the Almighty God. If we knew the full provision and the spiritual anointing that Jesus promised through the Holy Spirit, we would be far less dependent on so many other things. I have said it before, A.W. Tozer says, and I say it now. We need the Holy Spirit more and more, and we need human help less and less. Reinhard Bonnke says, the less Holy Spirit we have, the more tea and coffee and cakes we need, just to get the people in. Let's have a seeker-sensitive gathering and meeting, just so that we don't upset people. No, the only answer, and it's always been the answer, is that we are filled with God. That we are immersed in the flame. That we are immersed in the fullness. There's a fullness of the Holy Spirit that I believe that it's almost like we need to go back to go forward. My mum actually heard uh, like an audible voice a few years back saying we need to go back to go forward. I, I think we've had touches of God. We obviously have had enough to speak in tongues and to activate some of the gifts. But I'm not sure we've been immersed in God. Like when you think of, when I think of some of the saints of old that I always talk about, like the Jeffrey brothers in, in the United Kingdom, they were two Welsh brothers who were immersed in God. And they could stand and just and just point their finger at a section of the auditorium 
and and speak wellness and health to people's bones and, and the bones in that area within a radius of I don't know where it was a couple of meters everybody's bones started cracking into place because they had authority but what was that where did it come from how did they have success how did they see multiple thousands and thousands of churches planted all over the United Kingdom and who knows where else I'm not sure when new converts and people saved and delivered and baptised and saturated in God and the mighty move of the Spirit. It was because of the Spirit. They were immersed in God. The saints of all, Catherine Kuhlman, she was immersed in God. She knew the Holy Spirit as a friend. He was her greatest friend. And you see, we're trying to have, I don't know, successful ministries. We're trying to have successful churches, trying to win the lost. And all we're doing really as someone once said about the Titanic, we're, we're just moving the furniture about the Titanic, thinking that's going to save the Titanic. It's not going to save the Titanic. The Titanic's still sinking while we move the furniture about, thinking that's what will do it. Let's just change a few things here and there. No, let's get filled with the Spirit. Let us seek God again. That's what's in my heart. God has put a hunger in my heart to be saturated in God. I have experienced it. I, I, I have experienced it and I lost it through fear and different sins that was in my life at the time. It was years ago. I felt God's come in such a powerful way that the glory filled the whole room. I was immersed in God. I could feel the electric rain. I actually felt the ground. It felt like it was shaking beneath me. I don't know if it was. It might not have been, but it felt like that. And I was immersed in God for a few months, but I, I lost it because of the fear. But I know there's an immersion that God wants to bring. He wants to us to be engulfed in the Holy Spirit and I just want to put the challenge out there because I think we think well I was baptised in the Spirit because I spoke in tongues 10 years ago that's when it happened, now I'm into better things, now I'm into I don't know, some something beyond that we need to move beyond that I don't know if there's anything beyond being immersed in God I don't know if there's anything beyond when your whole soul is filled with God your heart, your your mind, your will, your your body, your soul, your spirit, your every part of you, absolutely dwelling in God. Just give me one second. My my computer's went a bit funny again. It does this every now and again. Hopefully that's it. Yep. I don't know if there's any anything greater than being immersed in God. Evan Roberts had it before revival ever happened in Wales. He met God face to face and he was immersed in God and it changed his nature. Smith Wigglesworth. Do you know Smith Wigglesworth was so fearful and he couldn't speak publicly very well. He would often um, stutter and it was his wife who was the preacher until one day Smith got baptised in the spirit and he became a different man. You see, we can become a different man. Smith became a different man and one time... Just after they get baptised, immersed. Remember, when I use the word baptised, I'm talking about being immersed in God. I'm not talking about gifts of tongues, although that's part of it. I mean being immersed. And one time Smith stood up to preach after that happened. And his wife sitting in the in the room somewhere said, that, Who is that man? That's that's not my Smith. She didn't she knew it was him, but she didn't know it was him because he was so different. He was so full of the Spirit, so full of the Word, so full of revelation, so full of knowledge, so full of power. 
Like he could tell a man to go who didn't have legs and feet to go to the shoe shop. And as he went to the shoe shop and buy shoes, it was only then the man's legs and feet grew into the shoes. That's a man immersed in God. He was utterly filled. And I remember when it happened to me years ago, and I've lost it, I did lose it, but I remember when it did happen at that that time, I remember looking at the book that Smith had, well he didn't write the book, but it was his sermons and somebody had put that together, and it was called Baptised in the Spirit, and I remember looking at it, and at that time I, I, I said, I don't even need to read that, I've got it. And I know there's an immersion of God, in the day of Pentecost they had it, they had it. The early church had it. We're looking for strategies, just good ideas. And like A.W. Tosa says, we need an endowment of the Spirit of God. As he said, I said before and I say it now, we need the Holy Spirit more and more and we need human help less and less. We need less of our ideas, less of our abilities, less of our talents, less of our gifts. We must decrease so that he increases, so that we can be Christ's men, so that we can be filled and flooded. The, the world doesn't need our ideas, our abilities, our skills. The world needs men and women filled with God. And I just encourage you, friends, go after God, maybe like you used to, maybe you were hungry, maybe you used to be thirsty, and maybe you've settled because you said, well, I've had the baptism of the Spirit. I'm not sure we have. I'm not sure we've experienced it in fullness. I'm not saying we haven't had a touch from God. But are we really saying we're immersed in God like they were in the early church? And you know, that's supposed to be the very first fruits. That's not the end product. That We're supposed to grow into maturity and walk in even greater glory. But maybe we need to just go after God for that glory, the, the, the level of the presence that they had, where you can speak and 3,000 people are cut to the heart. Where is that kind of preaching now? We don't have it. We don't have it because we've, we've got our own good ideas. We've got our own good techniques of how to speak publicly. And witnessing techniques. And how to win people to Jesus. And, and four simple steps. And friendship evangelism. What happened to old fashioned just been filled with the Spirit and speaking the word of God in power and displaying the kingdom of God in power? That only comes as we are immersed in God. I just encourage you, go after God in the secret place. Sit still, be still before him and ask him to fill you. That's what I'm doing in these days. I want to be filled, I want to be immersed in God. This is Stephen McKee and this is Wisdom's Echo.